Welcome to the Heart of Money podcast, where we discuss the impact that money has on every area of your life, and where you can learn to make smarter money decisions. Join our conversation as we discuss our past experiences, talk about how to make better money management choices, and in the end, make a commitment to being weird. Hey folks, welcome back to the Heart of Money, episode 58. I'm your host, Austin Black, joined by the... Uh, I don't even really have anything good for you tonight to introduce you. I'm so tired, but Mr. Bob Wessler. <laughs> I was just waiting for it. When you paused like that, I was a little nervous. Uh, it's your, you're just, you're, you are who you are. <laughs> Oh, he is who I is and whatever the rest of the Popeye says. Yes. And, and, and we'll, we'll take you as it is and carry on. That's about <laughs> all I got. <laughs> Sally forth. Right. Sally forth. Yeah. Oh Sally man. <clears throat> well, you know, it's, uh, it's the, the end of the, of we're getting towards the end of the year. And I don't know why, but I always get these dang insurance bills at the end of the year. Do you get those too? Not at the end of the year. I get them at what some year? point in the year, but, uh, huh? Man, it must just be me. <laughs> well, I Are know. You getting the AR, AARP measurements too, or, uh. Uh, I haven't got quite that far, but boy, I tell you what. So, I, <laughs> I, I really, I know the importance of insurance. I know the importance of being protected, but it seems like it just keeps going up. The premiums continue to increase every single year. I, why is that? Um, depends on what it's for. Um, auto rates are going up because the technology that's in the cars is getting ridiculous. And like we had that wreck, what last year where the lady decided that she didn't need to stop and just pull out in front of my wife. And jeez, for whatever reason, um, you know, they were ready to ride off the vehicle. I'm like, uh, no, you're not. Said it, they bumped the fender. <laughs> Holy smokes. Put it back together. Even, you know, the, the plastic pieces for the lights didn't even get cracked. Like wow. it's in, in great shape. You just put a new bumper on it and be good. Now, granted, it was a 20 year old Jeep Wrangler and the guy was ready to ride it off without even looking at it. <laughs> um, oh, the other thing is not just the technology, but they have, you know, on batteries, the uh, core charge mm -hmm. that if you don't, send the old battery back you pay an extra 12 15 yeah. bucks whatever it is uh manufacturers of vehicles are now doing core charges on parts um interesting some of the small pieces like headlights taillights granted they're not small but they mm -hmm. have if you look at an f-150 it's got f-150 inside the headlight housing uh jeeps have a the old willis jeep logo on some of the headlights and those are the original equipment manufacturer pieces, and they charge extra for those original equipment pieces versus mm -hmm. an aftermarket piece. But then they also want those pieces back 
So they charge you extra if you don't return them if they're in an accident, you know, or, you know, switch them out or whatever it is. So, yeah. So everything's going up because, well, then with COVID people, some people had decreases in bills because they weren't driving their automobiles. So they got some money back, but then prices turned around and went up, Um, you know, on house home insurance it's going up because in most cases houses are appreciating so the cost of um cost to replace is going up lumber as it was last year Mm -hmm. that skyrocketed it cost a whole lot more to replace it um in case of fire tornado act of god whatever so yeah, those those go up a little bit each year. It's when they go up phenomenally that you're going to say, mm, let's uh, shop around a little bit. <laughs> right. Or you want to well, know, know why that, they went uh, up phenomenally. Sometimes it's because you did something. Yeah, no kidding. Unfortunately, I haven't been in that situation lately. I, I know that uh, you know, the, the two things that um, we don't enjoy spending money on are taxes and insurance. But here we are. We have we need both of those to <laughs> keep us out of jail and protect us from the inevitable. <laughs> but um, you know, as we think over just um the need for protection for our wait, you have jail insurance? I I don't think I need. I'm not it. aware of this jail insurance. <laughs> Is that something I can get? <laughs> I, I think thought that it's was only in paying your taxes. Mm. I think that's the insurance. <laughs> no, <laughs> you you pay this, we won't come get you. That's about all I know about. <laughs> no, I thought they just kept raising how much you owed if you didn't pay them on time. Well, that might happen to. I, I don't have enough. I don't have any experience to confirm or deny that. So we'll just go with with the yeah, uh, yeah. with the mainstream idea. But uh, you know, it's. There, <clears throat> this whole idea of of protecting yourself, protecting your family, protecting your assets. Bob, I remember, you know, back whenever I was first starting working, I didn't really have a whole awful lot to to care about or worry about when it came to finances or even myself. I think I ended up at some point I might have have got an insurance, a life insurance policy. Of course, I had you know insurance on on my vehicles, but it's just, as far as just, you know, protecting stuff, you know, wasn't really a big deal. And, you know, once I got married and had kids, things changed a lot there. I began to become a little more concerned with, with, um, protecting income, protecting assets, protecting my, my, myself, my family, but it's still something that, that isn't fun to spend money. I mean, I don't like spending money on insurance. I don't like spending money on, on ID theft protection. I don't like spending money on my car insurance, all the different stuff, but I know if I don't have it, something very bad could happen and I might be in some big trouble. So it's one of those, uh, you know, you, you don't like to do it, but you're glad whenever you need it type deals. Um, I know you and I have, have talked in the past about just, all the different ways that our our identity, our assets, our our personal self um, can be can be at risk, can be at liability, 
And that's something that is, isn't fun to talk about, but I think it's important to have a conversation about and make sure that the right things are in place. Um, what, what's been your experience, you know, as, as a young adult, as a married man, you know, as older father, um, how, how has just protection kind of played a role in your mindset over the years? I don't know about that older father thing. My kids aren't that old, um, <laughs> but you are. <laughs> make make me sound like an octogenarian. Um, <laughs> I think one of the things starting out, car insurance was a first, and you know you started out with liability only. A lot of people still do liability only, but you know you're unless you're driving a beater liability only won't cover and you end up having to get something else that might be a beater. If you don't have coverage, um, liability only, only covers what you're liable for and not repairs what uh-huh. you're driving. Um, you know, you start out with insurance, then getting out on my own renter's insurance was an absolute have to have, um, especially if you were living with other people or living in a multi-unit complex um, because somebody that did something three doors down could affect what happens to your property and Mm -hmm. the complex isn't covering that and you're out if you don't have that coverage or if you do something, leave a burner on or whatever. Um, You know, good story when I walked into my duplex one time and flames were coming out of the oven and the story was later said that well bob and i were doing something no bob only walked in the door he didn't have anything to do with whatever stupidness you were doing with a candle and an oven and setting the house on fire um yeah guilty by association Uh um and, and you know you go from liability only and renters to homeowners that you have to have um in order to secure a dwelling uh, or you know in financing um you also have if you were doing any type of financing for a vehicle you have to have proof of insurance so um it's not just if you choose to have it or not because you know you get pulled over and you have to have proof of insurance mm-hmm. um minimum state requirements but if you're getting a if you have a vehicle that you don't own outright your lender is going to require that and uh, if you don't have it they're going to get their own coverage and it's a lot more expensive than the coverage that you can get on your own um so um or or there's i don't want to call it useless but as close to useless as you can call it is the um, PMI insurance for mortgage where you're in essence guaranteeing that you're going to pay your mortgage by paying your mortgage. That's another topic for another day. I'm guessing. (laughs) Yeah. So um, we, we have gotten into recently having an umbrella policy because it Mm -hmm. costs us a whopping $15 more a month just to cover everything we had. And it just made sense. And, you know, maybe that's that older parent thing that you were talking about earlier is you get to a point where you have just enough that, 
what's another $15 to secure everything. So that right. it's protecting you and your family. Um, life insurance uh, term versus the other one that you don't get back. You know, the whole idea of term is that you can pay somebody else to cover you in the case of death up to the point that you could cover yourself later on in life. Um, or there's accident and dismemberment insurance. A lot of businesses, um, part of your, um, benefits package could include accidental death, um, dismemberment, depending on what kind of work you're in and, you know, the added benefit of supplemental life, um, one thing that we have that's similar to, you know, Aflac was the big thing years ago. Um, it might still be for marketing purposes. I don't know, but MetLife has a version two and there are other companies that have um, hospital indemnity and accident insurance mm -hmm. that pays you in the case of an accident. That's not, you know, death insurance, but if you have an accident and end up in the hospital or, have to have surgery or whatever. Um, they pay you some money to cover that. And we've used it in the past and still carry it. And it's been beneficial for us. Um, you know, kids break things, adults break things like knees when they're working on stuff and aren't that old, but, and it's not the result of a football injury. So, yeah, there are all kinds of insurance and, and yeah, energy <laughs> injury. I'm slurring my words on white grape water <laughs> because I'm on four hours of sleep. I know, you know, we're okay, Mr. COVID cough. You go right ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, <laughs> I tell you what, some things just don't ever leave you. <laughs> You've done like real you. well so far. <laughs> I'm thinking you're referring to the don't ever leave you part rather than the done well so far part. Is that what you're referring to? I didn't hear you say that. No. Okay. You, uh, you, you, you can pick and choose which, which sentiment you want to embody. I don't care. I, <laughs> try to clear the low bar. Is that what it is? <laughs> And for those Thank of you, for those of you listening, <laughs> Bob just did about four face palms. <laughs> How low of a bar is that? I might trip over it. <clears throat> okay, about so, ankle height, I guess. Just, maybe. just yeah. so we're clear on the on the expectations. Might even stub here. my toe if it's that low. <laughs> Thanks, Pip. <clears throat> well, I know it's, uh, you know, as it, it seems like the, the older we get, <clears throat> the more we care about losing stuff. <laughs> because whenever, whenever you're young, um, it's like, oh, you know, it, it kind of comes from, from a, a multi standpoint, because whenever you're younger, you don't care about losing the big stuff, but you care about spending the money to not lose it. 
And when you're older, you care more about losing the big things and don't care if you do spend more to not lose it. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic because I don't know very many young people who would be proactive about having four or five different types of insurance, about employing ID theft protection, about having credit monitoring, about having all of this stuff to protect yourself, your kids, your assets, your finances, your income, all these different things. But whenever you get to, you know, to our age, it's almost like a necessity because at that point you realize the value of what you have. And I'm not saying from a monetary standpoint, I'm just saying from a, a just lifestyle living, you have things that are very important and very valuable to your family and yourself and your future that if you don't invest the money in protecting those, you can, you can really be up at Creek and, you know, especially if something goes South, you know, if if you've got a big emergency or like, you know, you mentioned hospitalization, um, a death of, you know, a big um, vehicle accident, anything on those lines, all of a sudden you're at a high level of risk that you may not be prepared for. And, I know we, we, we've thrown out several things already in ways that you can protect yourself, but just looking from a, a philosophical standpoint, um, what do you see as the biggest need and benefits of having these different protection vehicles in, in, your, in your life, in your finances, in your budget? Um, is there certain things that you think is not as important? Um, or what is the draw to you to have all these different pieces lined up to protect yourself, your family, your money, your, your life, essentially? Well, I I think going back to your earlier point, the, the more you're responsible for the more types of insurance you're going to have, um, you know, when you're a kid, you're probably not going to be responsible for that hospital bill. So you don't care about insurance. When you're a teenager, if you have to pay for insurance to drive a car, you're probably concerned about that insurance, but you're probably going to have the state minimum and you're probably not going to have the greatest car in the world to be responsible for. You're not mm-hmm. going to get a brand new car and have full coverage on it. Some do. Sometimes they recommend the same day. Um, not a personal experience. I might have seen it once or twice. But I just caught what you it said. It wasn't me. Um, you know, I, renter's insurance versus homeowner's insurance. You don't have to have renter's insurance. It covers you in case you're out much. Mm-hmm. In some cases, you might have a mattress on the floor of a bedroom. All you've got is a $200 mattress and they're not $200 anymore. unless you find a real cheap one or use no somebody else's that I wouldn't really want, but you know, it, it's all in what you're needing to protect and what you place the value on. But when you have a wife, a family, um, income that is providing for others, you want to start putting some safeguards in place so that 
should something happen, you're covered. You expect the worst, you prepare for the worst, but you never want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, or live in a way that you could foresee that happening. Um, you know, I, there are those other cases, you know, with the insurance for a vehicle, same with, you know, there, there are state requirements for certain insurances. There are lender requirements for insurances, but if you're not in those capacities, you don't need those insurances. You just need what will cover you for your life circumstances. Mm -hmm. And and you want to have more than you need rather than just enough. Because like you said earlier, things are going up. Premiums go up. Yep. And the things that those premiums are paying for, even if it's not your fault now, later on, you're involved in something. You know, they don't, your coverage might not cover if you're scraping by bare bones, but it might be that all, all you have at that time, you know, depending on what your life state is. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Financial Coaching. I'll never forget the night that I couldn't afford to buy groceries because I had overspent my paycheck. I had a good job and I wasn't a lavish spender, but debt and poor money management was causing me to go broke. That guilt and fear made me take responsibility for my finances and helped me learn the fundamentals of sound money management. Now, 10 years later, I am proud to be married with two kids, a paid-for house, and enjoying a completely debt-free lifestyle. Through this journey, I discovered the key strategies for achieving financial independence as a couple. So if you're struggling to take control of your money or get on the same page with your spouse in regards to finances, then I invite you to apply to my Money Mastery Program and get personal coaching to transform your relationship with money so you and your spouse can achieve financial independence. I only work with a handful of couples one-on-one, so be sure and get your application in today. Head over to freedommoneycoach.com slash apply, and let's start the conversation. And there's there are certain things too that I think you begin to, and I mean, we don't have time to go down this conversation, but even you look at, you know, from ID theft protection, from a credit, from a credit monitoring standpoint, those pieces that really, they aren't in your, your standard portfolio of protection methods, but are so important. And I know you and I have, have seen some stuff online about how common it is for people to have their identity stolen for, for even kids to have their identity used, um, you know, in a, a illegal manner. And those pieces that we don't think about being a problem for us, um, they, they're just around the corner from happening. And I think as we had to sometimes step back a little bit and like, okay, I know that I'm not invincible. I know that I, you know, I have responsibility. What are the chances of something happening to me or my family or my money or, you know, my, my assets that would cause a big financial obstacle if I wasn't prepared for it or just, you know, cause some real headaches, some real um, issue there because yeah, there, there's, there is insurance for just about everything out there. 
You don't need all of it, but you do need some of it. Uh, and there's things out there that you probably don't have that you do need, um, you know, just because of the world that we live in. Um, from just an overall protection standpoint, I think it's really important to keep in mind that you, you want to protect your your income, you know, through 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 life insurance. You want to protect your assets through your homeowners and through your vehicle insurance. You want to protect um, your your identity. You know, I, I believe in, in ID theft protection. I believe that that's a, a very inexpensive um, but very beneficial piece that you can use, especially in today's cyber world. It's just, it just makes sense. Um, but then you even go into some of the estate planning areas where it's maybe not paid um, policy, but, you know, a will, an estate or a, a, um, um, I'm trying to like I'm trying to think of here the documents that you have whenever you die, Trust. <laughs> all those different pieces um, that basically keep all your assets protected, <laughs> keep your family protected. That's a death certificate <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> those different things that 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 uh, you know put the guidelines and parameters around what happens after you pass to keep everything that you worked for and everyone that you love, uh, keep them protected. Um, it's it's easy to brush all of that aside and say, well, we'll take care of this once we have our debt paid off. We'll take care of this once we have our house paid off. We'll take care of this, which obviously you have to have homeowners insurance to have a house, but um, we'll take care of all these different pieces whenever we have more money, have more time, whenever we can think about that. And the reality is that that never happens, but the importance of those pieces is yesterday. And implementing protection elements to your family, to yourself is so important, so vital to leaving that legacy, to leaving that, that hedge around the people that you love and to just being a responsible adult. Um, what, what, what is just real quick, what is one, um, whether you call it a policy or whatever it is, what's one thing that you think, a lot of people should have as a protection element and don't. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that your comment about people doing, getting something squared away once they have the money for it, the problem, the, the very, the harsh reality is not only do they ever get to that point, but they would also have, a situation occur that puts them further in debt because they mm -hmm. didn't have the coverage they needed. Um, one specific thing, I, I don't know that you can limit it to one specific thing. I think it, it depends on the person and it depends on, um, what their life situation is. Um, you know, life insurance, if you're a single adult, life insurance, depending on other circumstances, might not be something that you need. If you've got five kids, wife, and, you know, kids are going to college and all that other stuff. Yeah. You're probably going to want life insurance. Mm -hmm. um, not mm -hmm. a probably about it. You'll, you'll want it. <laughs> I, I think there are aspects to coverage 
that aren't necessarily paying for insurance that make people better off without having it impact their wallet and actually could be more beneficial to their wallet um, in savings that they get uh, simply by doing certain things. Um, you talked about identity theft. Um, one of the most important things, and we talk about not borrowing money, but you still want to go out and you want to freeze your credit. So mm -hmm. somebody else can't use your social security number to open stuff in your name and you never know about it because you don't use credit. Um, you know, one of the big things now is synthetic identities and it's taking my social security number and Austin's name and address and somebody else's telephone number and somebody else's birth date. And you've got Frank and Austin, Bob and whoever <laughs> Frank is, but it, it's just, they do that a lot to kids now and they don't find out until it's 18, 20 years down the road when they're trying to apply for something that they mm -hmm. need credit for. Um, and the other thing with kids is you can't put a freeze on a minor under the age of 18. Mm -hmm. um, I heard something this last week, a, a lady that her daughter was a victim of synthetic identity fraud. And uh, being that the, the daughter was a minor, it wasn't just um, filling out a form and having go in and say, I didn't do this, or this isn't me. No, they've actually got to go into a social security office, prove that the daughter is her daughter and the daughter is associated with her. And I mean, it's a much Holy bigger smokes. process. Um, yeah. So the, the ID theft, the, the monitoring is the big piece there for minor children because there's no credit freeze opportunity. You can't do the free thing. So you need something that monitors to make sure that that kid's social security number is not showing up somewhere that it shouldn't be mm -hmm. because you don't have other protection afforded to you. Um, another thing with identity theft is you want to make sure that in getting it, information is everywhere. Uh, credit card statements have numbers on them, card numbers on them. They come through the mail. Mail theft is a big thing. People are rifling through mail to get personal information. It's not just in the mail. It can be through emails. It can be through hack sites, whatever. And they're sending them for like 10 cents a record. Hmm. I mean, can you believe that Mr. Austin Black at his address, at his age, with his social security number is worth 10 cents on the dark web that somebody can make a whole lot more off of that. Now it, it might be $2, but it's probably not more than $2. I'm pretty sure it's worth a few more than that 10 for each but... <laughs> Yeah. But, but there's so many people and it's just depending on how much you have locked down. Um, I mean, this could be an entire episode on its own, but the idea of your, credit monitoring needs to be something that helps you with credit repair because that's the time consuming piece. Yes. Um, it's something that everybody can be affected by regardless if you use a computer or not, you know, the amount of transacting you do in a digital atmosphere versus paper, um, everything's digital anymore. So even, even if you do everything by paper, it's being transferred <laughs> right. digitally somewhere. Um, 
you know, the, the other thing is going back to cars taking a higher premium, paying a higher premium, um, or I'm sorry, a higher deductible would make your premium go down. Lack of accidents. Um, here's a big one, putting your phone down when you're driving. <laughs> I'm not going to say that's a pet peeve of mine, but, you know, it's a little bit more important to know what's going on around you versus what's going on on a three by four screen in your hand. And you're really, if you're driving, you shouldn't be doing other things in that time. That'll make you safer. And then you can also be aware of the other people that are on their phones and stay away from them. And it keeps you out of an accident. Um, There are the different insurance companies that give you those safe driver awards or kids that are driving that get the good student discount awards or, you know, there are all kinds of programs um, and safeguards that you can get that reduce your premium. The other thing is having the same insurance company cover your home, your automobiles, whatever. Um, And the most important part is having a review of what you have covered and make sure what you have covered is the level of coverage you need and mm-hmm. you're getting the best price possible <clears throat> for your coverage. And there's somebody not down the street that'll give you that same coverage for half the price, which is something I found out the hard way that I was paying a whole lot more than I needed to with a very clean driving record and, you know, having one accident at the age of 17 and nothing since and with two speeding tickets within 10 years of that but a clean record otherwise and i was paying double what i could have been for better coverage and if you don't shop it every couple of years you don't know that so i mean that's just don't do what i do and say what i do say to do now (laughs) because it'll save you in the long run where i lost it yeah, that's a very important part to remember is, you know, whatever you're going to embody or, you know, whatever type of coverage you're going to get, be sure that you know what you need, that you shop for the best deal, that you find someone that's, that understands your situation, your finances, that is able to help you find that right product. But there, there's a lot of different options out there. And I think, you know, the main thing for people to kind of take home is don't wait till it's too late. Get get the policy implemented. Get the coverage that you need to protect yourself, to protect your family, to protect your assets. Um, don't wait until you have more money or you have more time or whatever else is going to happen. Get it done now. I remember, um, you know, it's not really just the coverage, but just um, like I said, the will and and the estate plan that we did. I remember as soon as we got that done. You, you just you feel good knowing that you have it taken care of. You feel good knowing that you have an insurance policy in place. You feel good knowing that you're protected for the what if. You don't necessarily like paying for it, but you know that you are protected, that your risk is averted, um, that the people around you are going to be taken care of. And I think that's, that's the biggest piece, the most important part of this whole conversation. Um, so be sure and, and shop around and find that best deal that's going to really work for your family. And it might not feel the best when it's coming out of your pocket to pay for it, but it'll feel a whole lot better when that thing that you never wanted to happen happens and you've got the coverage 
to help you out. And, you know, having a little bit of something is a whole lot better than having nothing. And, you know, with any incident, people would gladly pay 10 times over the day after something happens than pennies the day prior because they never knew, they never expected it. But that, I mean, that's the whole point of insurance is that you're covering something that you would hope would never happen, but you take care and you're, you're taking care of yourself and loved ones in the case that it does. Exactly. Well, man, a, a fun, it wasn't fun. But it was a good conversation um, because it's important stuff that I think we, you know, we don't necessarily like to talk about, but the fact remains that we live in a, a risky world that we live in a world where there's people that, you know, want to take advantage of us that want to cause harm and that accidents do happen. So being mindful of those realities, being mindful of our responsibilities, um, you know, puts us in a position where we can take care of what's important and, and leave, uh, leave a legacy to our family because of that. So I think it's just some great content and folks, if you want to learn more about, you know, the different types of insurance, um, I encourage you to reach out to, to your agent, make sure that you find a good agent that really has the heart of a teacher that has that your best interest in mind. It isn't just going to sell you the highest commission policy that they have that's going to really work to find out what you want coverage for, what your needs and your situations are and, and get the coverage that you need to protect your family. So folks, thank you so much um, for being a part of our conversation as we continue to have great chats and great visits and, and really just dig into the heart and soul of, of money, of life, of relationships, of Bob and I and what we have done, seen, heard, and want to share now. Um, so we encourage you to, to leave that five-star review and be sure and join us again next time on The Heart of Money. <laughs>